Welcome to the Reluctant Messenger podcast, where we discuss spiritually transformative events, encounters with angels and guides, out-of-body explorations, and much more. This episode originally aired as a video on my YouTube channel. You can find links on my website at CandiceSanderson.com. Welcome back. My name is Candace Sanderson, and I thank you for joining me today. A few months ago, I became a member of a WhatsApp group designed for Monroe Institute students. Dan, the group leader, brings up these great topics that get my messengers interested. They start whispering in the background, and then they get a little louder and a little louder, wanting to chime in on the conversation. I've used topics from the WhatsApp group for several episodes, so I've decided, let's go ahead and embrace this. I started a playlist on my channel to make sure these would be easier to find. So on my homepage for YouTube, you'll see several folders under the Playlist tab. They include out-of-body experiences, dreams, animal communication, energy tricks, guest appearances, and more. But now you'll see the WhatsApp Monroe group for quick access to those episodes. A few days ago, Dan introduced another story for the group. He types a prompt, jump-starting the story. Then he encourages the rest of the group to join in. We can go in any direction that we choose. Sometimes it's untidy, almost chaotic, but most important, it's fun. There's also wisdom that surfaces sometimes after the event. I was an hour late to this exercise due to an appointment, but once I came home, I knew there was not a lot of time for me to catch up, so I just jumped in. It was fast and furious. I had no time to think, just go with the flow. There were interesting elements to the story. There were several characters, some were kind of odd. Then there was a medical emergency. There were strangers on a dark road. There was a half-buried squid on a beach. There was a large dog and a giggling child. So you get the picture. There were lots of moving pieces. I picked up the threads where I could, and I tried to weave them into coherence. That's the author in me coming through. But then the next part of the story changed often going in a different direction. So once again, I let that current take me with it. It was very entertaining. The next day, we went back to more typical conversations and discourse. A day or so later, Victoria asked the group about our out-of-body explorations. She wanted to know if we use these extraordinary states to seek information. In other words, how do we use this phenomenal skill that many of us have learned through Bob Monroe in his technology? 
Several people responded. Later in the thread, Dan said that I, yes, me, may have already answered Victoria's question. He then quoted me. He said, life, yes, life seeks its own source. We may not recognize it at first, but if we allow our thoughts to float away, we begin to listen to the wisdom of our hearts. And it is within our hearts that answers arrive. He ended the quote, my quote, with, I give my heartfelt thanks. Dan then summarized that by using our out-of-body experiences to connect with our inner wisdom, that is what allows us to wander and seek solutions. My initial thought was, thanks for the shout out, Dan. But how could I tell him he was wrong? Dan had confused me with someone else. Although what Dan typed in this thread sounded familiar, I had not said that. I wish I could take credit for it, but it did not come from me. I thought about the last couple of episodes on my YouTube channel or my podcast. No, it didn't come from there either. But I certainly did not disagree with those words. In fact, the more I read them, the more I understood the truth behind those words. And ending it with giving heartfelt thanks? Well, I know that is one way to keep in the flow, to keep our hearts open so that we do tap into and listen to that inner guidance. Wisdom is not out there waiting for us to grab it. No, we can find it through silence and going within, allowing it to surface. I'll send Dan a private message so that he can correct his error and give credit to the rightful source. Maybe that person had sent Dan a private message with that quote that he used. And then in this thread, Dan mentioned the story from a few days ago and its reference to an earlier discussion, those what ifs. When we start exploring deeper into the non-physical realms, we discover worlds that are much more complex than our 3D lives. So complex that we sometimes miss the forest for the trees. I even did a video on that discussion called Avalanche of What Ifs. I understood that missing the forest by focusing on the trees. And then I realized that is exactly what I had done. I was looking at the trees, those individual words or phrases that Dan had credited me with, life seeking its own source, allowing thoughts to float away, allowing true wisdom to arrive. I laughed. Yes, now I knew the author of the words. It was me. Well, it was kind of me. It was from one of my messengers, my guides. I had stepped aside and allowed guidance to take over. Have I mentioned that I only recently joined this group? I'm not very experienced with WhatsApp, and I didn't even realize there was a search feature. 
I could have simply put Dan's quote, my quote, in the search bar. But instead, I thumbed through all those posts until I came to the story exercise with that squid and all those characters. That's when I saw Dan had cut and pasted my words. These words answered the question from another member, Victoria. A question that was not even asked until after the story. Dan went back into that archive and extrapolated the answer. That is wisdom in action. When we slip into the non-physical realms, we step outside of time and space. Answers are there before the questions are even asked. How did I access these liminal spaces? Ah, yes, that story. That's the beauty of shared real-time storytelling. You don't think, you don't judge, you just write. As we do that, we open doors for a greater aspect of ourselves to enter and sometimes take over to the point that you do not remember what you said. Through the words of a make-believe story, truth comes to light. That's what happens when I channel. I go with the flow. I drop into that beautiful space that most children have. Freedom. I allow the story to guide me, and that grants me access to a source much greater than my analytical mind. That mind that I used and overused every single day of my life as a psychologist. As we drop into our heart space, we allow information from the field to guide us. That truly is guidance at work. Why else did this story work? Dan later asked if it was easier to participate with an obviously make-believe story, or would the story work the same way if these were true events? Immediately, for me, real events would tug at my 3D brain, begging for analysis. I would be fighting against the density of those limiting 3D elements based on truth as I knew it. But knowing the story was fictional allowed me to slip into that childlike wonder that makes for much easier travel into the world of inspiration in spirit. No judgment. Just pretend. Go with the flow. This is what I often tell people who ask me how to achieve an out-of-body experience, how I tap into the wisdom from angels and guides. Like a kid, you just do it. You don't let your 3D brain tell you you cannot. There are no walls to stop you, only open dialogue with the world surrounding you. When I read the part in the story about a squid on the beach, 
I easily could become one with this magical creature, and I could see life from its perspective. In other words, I could tap into imagination and inspiration with unreal events. The more time we spend in our visions in the non-physical realms, we learn to fine-tune our 5D senses. At some point, we realize those 5D experiences are more real than those in the 3D. My messengers have told me that I am gaining new skills in those extraordinary realms, and these new skills will give me a jump start when I permanently drop my physical form. Because of the density of the 3D world, it takes a bit of experience to recognize and build our non-physical senses. But once we do, returning to that 3D feels heavy and cumbersome. The question becomes, why be a slug when you can soar like an eagle on the currents of the wind? Let's be eagles, not slugs. Now, that's quite the picture. But learn to release those beliefs that keep you in the 3D. Those beliefs that are not laws, but simply beliefs that really do not serve you. Learn to hear the wisdom of your heart. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Remember that your true essence is not this avatar, this physical body. Your true essence lives within. It's that light, that beautiful spirit, that energy that connects us through our hearts. Remember the importance of kindness. Treat others how you would like to be treated. Don't let anger, jealousy, or gossip rule you. Let go of petty grievances and learn from them. Live through the wisdom of your heart. Feel free to comment, like, share, and subscribe. Until next time. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Reluctant Messenger. I hope you enjoyed it. Until next time, remember, how we use our personal energy is what defines us. Bring in those vibrations of love and gratitude and see how your life will change.